0: Hello, this is Tanishka from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 15th of December. The Rajya Sabha was adjourned thrice today due to a ruckus over the topic of discussion, PTI reported. Opposition members were insisting on having a discussion on the India China clashes at Tawang in Arunachal Pradesh. Congress President Malik Karjun took to Twitter later as well, questioning why the government was not allowing a discussion on China. He asked if they were not allowed to speak against China in the Indian Parliament. The chair disallowed adjournment notices given by opposition members on several issues as well, including alleged misuse of probe agencies, the situation arising out of farmer strike and threatening of electoral process. Meanwhile, the Congress-led opposition also staged a walkout from the Lok Sabha today as they said that they were not satisfied with Union Minister Hardeep Singh Puri's response about the petrol price hikes. Union Law Minister Kiran Rijiju also told the House today that until a new system is created, the issues of vacancies and appointments in the higher judiciary would continue to linger. Listeners, in a recent interview with News Laundry, senior advocate and LGBTQ plus advocate Saurabh Kirpal spoke about how the Supreme Court Collegium recommended his elevation as Delhi High Court judge. He said that the Collegium wrote to the government on four different occasions until he was finally recommended last November and the government has been sitting tight on his file ever since. After this, the central government asked that his recommendation be reconsidered. You can watch Kirpal's full interview with Abhinandan Sekri on Newslaundry.com. It is titled, NL Interview, Saurabh Kirpal on Media Trials and the Modi government Sitting Tight on His HC Elevation. The reason we are able to bring you stories and interviews such as these is because we don't rely on political parties or corporations. We run on the support of only our subscribers. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. After close to 40 people died in Bihar's Saran district due to the consumption of spurious liquor, Chief Minister Nitish Kumar issued a warning to the people of the state today, saying that if someone consumed alcohol, they will die. Kumar told news agency ANI that liquor was bad and shouldn't be consumed. He stressed on the importance of Bihar's 2016 prohibition policy, which has been controversial. The liquor tragedy was also raised by the opposition in Parliament today. Earlier this week, Kumar had lost his school in the Vidhan Sabha over protests by BJP members over the tragedy, accusing them of being drunkards. Kumar argued that irrespective of the prohibition policy, people have died in large numbers in other states too, for instance, Gujarat and Punjab, recently over consumption of degenerate liquor. He called for the counselling of people and visiting areas prone to liquor tragedies. Most of the victims in the Hooch incident were declared dead at a hospital in Chapra and some of them passed away while undergoing treatment. Indian fugitive businessman Nirav Modi, lost his bid today to take to the UK Supreme Court his fight against extraction to India on money laundering and fraud charges, Reuters reported. Modi had argued that there is a high risk of suicide if he is extradited. The High Court in London refused the 51-year-old's application to certify a point of law of general public importance, rejecting his application for permission to appeal to the Supreme Court. The dweller fled India in 2018, before details of his alleged involvement in a fraud of Rs 11,000 crore at the Punjab National Bank became public. Last month, Judge Jeremy Stewart-Smith had ruled that Modi could be kept safe at Arthur Road Jail in Mumbai, where he will be detained. He said that while the risk of suicide if Modi is extradited might be high, the arrangements at the prison will enable the authorities to cope properly with his condition. The order also requires him to pay the legal cost which is around Rs 1.5 crore. Modi remains in a London jail since his arrest in 2019. In India, he is wanted by both the Central Bureau of Investigation and the Enforcement Directorate. The Supreme Court granted bail today to a convict sentenced to life in the Godhra Carnage case, Live law reported. The bail was granted considering that the convict, Farooq, has undergone 17 years' sentence and his role was stone pelting at the train. The order was passed by a bench comprising Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachud and Justice P.S. Narasimha. Farooq had been convicted along with several others for pelting stones at the coach of Sabarmati Express. 58 people were killed when the S6 coach of the train was burned at Godhra, which triggered communal riots in the state. Appearing for the state of Gujarat, Solicitor General of India Tushar Mehta had meanwhile told the bench that the case was not mere stone pelting by the convicts, as the axe had prevented people from escaping the train coach, which was burning. He said that it was the most heinous offence. In 2011, the trial court had convicted 31 people, out of which 11 were sentenced to death and 20 awarded life in prison. According to the annual prison census by the Committee to Protect Journalists, there has been a 20% jump this year compared to last year with a tally of 323. The report by CPJ said that India continues to be at a record high for the second consecutive year with seven journalists behind bar, Asif Sultan, Siddiqui Kapan, Gautam Navlaka, Manandar, Dar, Sajad Gul, Fahad Shah and Rupesh Kumar Singh. Six of these journalists have been charged with UAPA and three have been in jail for more than a year. The report said that India continues to draw criticism over its treatment of the media. The non-profit organisation further said that the Jammu and Kashmir Public Safety Act has been used to keep Kashmiri journalists Asif Sultan, Fahad Shah and Sajad Gul in jail after they were granted court-ordered bail in separate cases. The countries with the highest number of journalists in jail are Iran, China, Myanmar, Turkey and Belarus. A key driver behind efforts by authoritarian governments to repress journalism is an attempt to keep the lid on broiling discontent amid the twin crisis of the pandemic and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it said. Asia is the continent with the highest number of imprisoned journalists, 119, due to media suppression in China, Myanmar and Vietnam. Iran has been the worst offender, It said, arresting dozens of journalists during the crackdown on the movement sparked by the death of Mahasa Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish woman arrested for allegedly breaking Iran's hijab law. 22 of the 49 arrested since the start of the protest have been women.